Digitally Yours Podcast, Episode 4. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Digital Yours Podcast, the podcast series that brings you an in-depth look into the digital landscape in North Africa. In the second season, we chose to focus on e-gov and civic tech through what we call a beyond-the-hype loop. It is a reality check to discuss challenges and spot opportunities and why not see the way forward. In this episode of Season 2, we are taking you with us to Sudan to see what it's like to be reporting on digital rights in such a dense period. We are looking into the shutdowns, the violations of human rights in the country, and how is it translating online. So we have with us Khattab Hamad. Khattab is a media researcher and writes about digital rights and the Sudanese news. Before heading to the interview, please allow me to thank again Khattab for his time and efforts. And as you may know, network disruptions are coming in Sudan and it was hard to record this episode without the efforts that Khattab made. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview. So Khattab, let's start by giving our audience an idea or let's say an overview on what's happening in Sudan in the last couple of months and how is the current situation. Okay, uh, about the situation uh, on what's happening in Sudan in the last few months and uh, what's the current situation. Uh, okay, since uh, 25 of October 2021, uh, Literal General Burhan, who was uh, uh, the president of the Sovereign Council, of the Transitional Sovereign Council, uh, he made a coup, a military coup, uh, he dissolved uh, the transitional uh, government. He arrested uh, the prime minister. He made a lot of things. Uh, after that, uh, Sudanese people came out to the street to protest, expressing their refusal uh, against the coup. So uh, until now, uh, Sudan is ruled by military uh, government. And uh, uh, the president until now is is uh, Burhan, and he failed until now. This is the fourth month. He failed to uh, to announce a new government or to appoint uh, a new prime minister. The protests and the violence has been going for months now. I would love to ask you how are you able to do your journalistic work and how is it the experience reporting in such dense context and just how are you doing? Uh, because the protests and tensions uh, have been going for months now. Uh, actually, after the, the coup for more than months, uh, my journalistic work, uh, I, I stopped my journalistic work because uh, there was no internet, uh, I can't uh, move around uh, the places in my country uh, or uh, in the capital, Khartoum. Um, my reporting uh, work also stopped. I only I wrote only one article uh, in this period. It's almost more than one month. So regarding internet shutdowns, how frequent are they, and 
are they targeting specific websites, content? How is it? Regarding the internet shutdowns, uh, the internet shutdown after the coup, uh, it lasted 25 days since 25 of October until uh, 18 of November. Of November. So uh, after that, the internet went back uh, uh, by uh, by uh, a judge uh, decision, a judge ruling. Uh, when the the consumer protection uh, organization raised the law a law a lawsuit against uh, the international down decision and against uh, against the ISPs and after that by less than one month the internet came back down again due to due to also uh, a decision from the government or I can say from the the coup forces, uh, uh, they shut down it uh, when there is a, when there is a planned protest uh, in in the capital Khartoum or in other places. Actually, uh, the internet shutdown didn't target uh, any specific content or website. It's total shutdown, and also uh, it was not only about internet. They also shut down the phone calls, the SMS. All communication methods are uh, were being down uh, during the protest. Any particular tools have been used to document the human rights violations? And what about posting them online? Have you had any um, experiences in that or challenges, let's say, and have any platform removed your content? About the documentation, uh, of, of uh, human rights violation or any other kind of violation happening on the ground. Uh, uh, we practice our work normally, but without internet. So we were working offline without uh, uh, publishing live uh, information uh, because, because of internet shutdown. There are no tools or no specific tools that uh, we used uh, during the this uh, this time frame so uh, we were working offline uh, taking photos uh, recording videos um, uh, making interviews after that when we found uh, when we found uh, any any internet uh, point because uh, not all internet points were off the mobile data and and some uh, some fixed lines, but the optical fiber internet was working normally. So when we find uh, the internet point, we upload our uh, our document our documents uh, to social media, to the international uh, platforms, to the media platforms that we are working with. There was no problems uh, in posting uh, content on social media, uh, but uh, when the internet came back, uh, they shut down or they block uh, some social media websites like uh, WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook. They shut down it, and uh, we used VPN to 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 skip the or to circumvent this blockage. Uh, there is no, there was no uh, any content was removed or taken off 
or any any other platform that was taken off. Um, regarding misinformation, have you been facing any challenges to verify information? And can we say that there is a growing trend of misinformation happening in the country? During that period, uh, I can't say there was uh, a wave of, of misinformation because there was internet shutdown and uh, to access internet uh, was a very hard mission. So uh, I observed that before the coup, there was a wave of, 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 of misinformation and disinformation uh, regarding uh, some topics that related to to to, uh, to the coup. So uh, during the, the coup, during the, uh, the internet shutdown period, uh, it was very hard to verify information because uh, sometimes there, there, were, there were no calls, uh, sometimes uh, there were uh, no even SMS. So uh, it's very hard to, to, to get any kind of information from anyone. That was very, very, very bad, uh, very bad uh, time. So what difference do you see between, let's say, traditional media and digital media in the reporting of the current events in Sudan? There are a lot of differences between the digital uh, media and traditional media in Sudan during and, and uh, I observed that during the tense time, during uh, the coup period. So uh, I can say uh, the digital media is growing well. Uh, it's uh, developing its, uh, uh, its capabilities, its uh, ways to how to spread uh, the information. Uh, they are uh, developing their their uh, employees on how to verify news, on uh, how to work in a professional way. But the traditional media is working as any other traditional media, just taking uh, information from the official uh, platforms, from official, uh, from uh, government uh, officers. Mm, they are not working good and uh, they have to, to develop their skills to to uh, to push new blood uh, in in their uh, in their uh, institutions to to be uh, to to update their uh, their impact to meet the requirements of modern media. You are listening to Khattab Hamad, a media researcher and journalist from Sudan. In this episode, Khattab gave us an idea on his work reporting from Sudan, the challenges he faces and the current situation in the country, especially regarding digital rights. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Digital Arts Podcast Season 2. For any additional information, please feel free to check our website, digitalyourspodcast.com. This project is brought to you by Technoloxia Group, technical partner 
Wild Tunes Production. This project has been carried out in the context of the African Digital Rights Fund, provided by the collaboration on international ICT policy for Eastern and Southern Africa. Thank you.